It is that time of a Wednesday where we, of course, are joined in studio now by our resident celebrity chef and all round just awesome man, Gary O'Hanlon, for this week's Wednesday's dinner recipes and, of course, some of the foodie stories of the week. We'll get to dinner. We will get to dinner, but I was wanting to know, and I'm, I'm half laughing what we were just talking about. But one of the things that's in the news, the worst things that people do in restaurants. Gary, what, what are, like, do they just like rob you blind or they can't hold on to your salt cellars or your spoons or, or, or is there worse out there? Oh, there's worse out there. Yeah, but like, like people are, I'm telling you, you wouldn't believe the things that go on in restaurants and hotels and dining rooms and beside dining rooms and what people steal. You know what I mean? I, I don't know if you want me to tell this. I don't know. If tell everything. <laughs> Lash it out there as, yeah, as clean so as you can. Well, well, back in the late 90s when I was uh, head chef of the Salt Hotel, I was going in and I always remember Vinny O'Reilly, if he's listening now, Vinny was the night manager and I, and I know he would clarify this if he I haven't seen him Vinny in years. Would back but you I, up. I used to go in every morning and I always have a wee glass of Sidona with him or a water and I'd sit with him for 20 minutes and I went in one day and Vinny was really softly spoken or whatever and he was like, and he started coughing he's like nodding over towards like the, the foyer of the hotel. This is the lobby of, yeah, where, the you, lobby where you of walk the hotel in. And, and there was a really good looking woman giving it socks on top of it dude. oh my lord oh my <laughs> I lord I was like what's going on well Vinny went to stop and I was like ah she's grand right <laughs> man you know what I mean but they'd been they'd been moved through the weekend from three or four different public spaces for having sex as well so exhibitionism yeah I, I wouldn't yeah. have thought that although someone did text us in earlier and said that that they knew of, of a restaurant where some they were sitting next to another table and somebody a, a woman took her top off and, yeah. and was there with, with uh, as nature intended as nature I, intended I have yeah. never seen the likes of that I would have thought that thieving was the big thing oh thieving is the big thing yeah look I mean that I mean only as recent as last weekend I was standing talking to someone and they were coming I don't know where they were coming walking out of and uh but they had branded wine glasses in their hands and something else. And I mean, I remember in Viewmount, we, we, you know, we opened first, you know, it's very high end restaurant. Obviously, the flowers, the little dishes, the barrel that had the flowers in, the salt and pepper shakers. And then we had like it was Nairobi Bone China was all the little tiny little nooks and crannies that went. And, you know, we we'd do the stock take every year and you know you'd, we, we had a breakages area so when there was a breakage we put it in and we could completely like relate the stock to breakages but then the deficit again then was only theft like really really high end knives and forks and stuff like that like you know proper heavy cutlery it's just I'm telling you now like in soap as well like in the in the soap. men's bathrooms the women's bathrooms in particular like you know you wanted to have maybe nice sprays or whatever it'll be flowers it? again and that's why you go into a lot of the high end hotels and they'll all tell you like five star hotels or the likes where they have you know the handmade soap company like it's beautiful soaps or different stuff they're all chained to the walls for a reason so if it's not like and 53106 do tell us what the worst things you've seen yeah. <laughs> keep it clean but do tell us the worst yeah, things but you've the, seen but the thing that you gotta do if like, it's not nailed down it's if gone if it's not nailed down it's gone yeah so like what we used to do is we'd nearly try and have restaurants would try and have a system like of clearing and you know you'd be clearing the table and you're about to go to dessert course whatever and you notice like well where's the salt and pepper checkers you know and look there's a fine line between dropping a wee line or whatever and say oh I'll just come back for the salt and pepper shakers or whatever to be and then they maybe might magically reappear or you're like going alright well you're just so brazen I wouldn't have the nerve to do any of those things um, but uh, like I wouldn't have the nerve or the bad manners well probably the bad manners yeah. too but equally even if I fell madly in love with a knife or a fork ah, I just yeah. wouldn't have it in me it's actually it's so common it would blow your mind there isn't a chef restaurateur hotel owner out there that would not be able to turn around and tell you 
a horror story or just be like going listen you know maybe staff can steal things or people coming in can steal things but without a shadow of a doubt there isn't a business operating a pub i mean how many houses do you go into that's got pint glasses that you can't oh, buy yeah. Yeah, Just no, 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 with the brands or the big, you know, the big uh, gin yeah. goblety things now. Yeah, yeah, gin goblets. I mean, there's a lot of them pint glasses, branded Guinness glass. I mean, you're not walking around <laughs> picking them up and done. Someone says, you know? my mum loves mini milk jugs and has been known to, inverted commas, keep one or two over the years. Shame on her. <laughs> you're sick of oh, these things. I tell going. you, it sickens me to hear that. Yeah. And someone has, the worst thing I see in restaurants is people who eat with their mouth open. Ah, well, well, I suppose, yeah. I don't like the noise of people eating if they're very loud. Um, come here. I love this on the recipe on the menu this evening. Irish asparagus tart with poached egg and bacon crumble. Is this like a madly, madly fancy quiche? It kind of is, yeah. Yeah. I've done this recipe before. I was writing for the Times for a few years and this was one that I got a lot of response to. So I suppose obviously asparagus in season right now, Irish asparagus as well. It's absolutely just and delicious. an incredible vegetable. Yeah, really. It takes a long time for asparagus to grow, which is why it can be a little bit pricey sometimes. But look for it now and look for the Irish ones. The bacon crumble on this though, like I, I love, you know. So basically I, I roast smoked bacon. I roast a piece of smoked bacon. And then so these aren't rashers; these are like no, an, actual, no, no. an actual lump of it. Yeah, so like you, you can do it my fancy way, or you don't. You can just do roast bacon and put in like fried piece. I roast a little piece of smoked bacon loin, then I freeze it, then I grate it when it's frozen over parchment paper, and I put it in an oven at about ninety degrees until it goes really, really hard. And I just put it in a mortar and pestle, and I break it down then into a crumble. So it's almost like a, a bacon salt type thing. Really, really. I remember once. Notiony. Uh, been on the restaurant with you and I think we used this did oh, we did I think we used this over scallops and black pudding it's with, meant to be your idea in the restaurant Kira. yeah 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 because I because yeah you know did I, you phone a friend that day <laughs> I did get a little bit of help I, I wasn't the worst although you did laugh at my food originally um, so you bake and crumble so you literally grate it down you, yeah. you and, freeze and, it uh, roast it and then you crumble it and so the meat and the fat is all crumbly yeah yeah, yeah that's the thing like yeah so I, I, I freeze it just whole grate it then because you can only grate it when it's frozen and then dry it out so the asparagus tart I use just get a just roll yeah. p- uh, pastry piece yeah, cut it tough. out cut it out and what you want to do is are leave about shortbread are you leave using about, phyllo what are you oh, using oh no puff pastry puff, puff yeah, pastry, puff pastry. So and phyllo. leave about like a two centimetre perimeter around the edge that you don't touch but then within that jab the whole thing with a fork so let the air escape in the centre and I tend to put like a little onion compote or you can even buy one of the little chutneys but an onion jam that I would make I would sort of line the base with that there blanch refresh my asparagus and you peel it from the base of the tip right down to the bottom take about an inch off the bottom which is quite woody blanch them in boiling salted water and then finish them in a pan with a little bit of butter drain the off the excess fat and then you've got your puff pastry tartlet onion jam on it sit on sit on then your asparagus yeah. spears which should go from top to bottom in the ino- into an oven at 180 celsius and then whenever that comes out sit on a poached egg and then finish it with the bacon crumble or just diced rendered pieces of bacon lard on you wouldn't bacon egg in that you wouldn't put baked eggs you could in. you could actually if you just want to leave a wee gap in the centre you could just plop an egg into it but no I prefer to just poach the egg separately so Nettie does that now. crack where she's doing the eggs in the oven or whatever I don't like it maybe so, it's uh, a woman thing I yeah, can't like I don't that know. it's just a lazy thing is what I think so just maybe do it's it. a woman <laughs> thing exactly come here I love it I'm actually you're making me starving as you always do we have one of our, our listeners on the line though, Christina stick on your headphones there Gary Christina you also have some stories of what people uh, that you hate that people do in restaurants tell us about that I, I just have a massive uh, 
fear of people eating with their mouths open and slurping their food and making noise sitting at the next table or, you know, kind of that sort of thing in restaurants. You mustn't go out very much because is that not I all do. that they do? <laughs> <laughs> I do, but I can be. I am known to be to sit in the cinema with my ears blocked. You know, kind of, ah. if there's somebody eating popcorn, how do you, how do you hear the film? And then crunching away and <laughs> oh, slurping yeah. away. Does it put you off your food? It does, but you see, I have a thing called misophonia, so mm. it, it it causes rage. <laughs> this sound <this laughs> of people. But I, I'll break it down for you. Imagine if you were in a room with a giant spider. Yes, you could bolt out of the room, kicking and screaming. But if you're in a restaurant and there's somebody making lots of noise, and you can't, you can't bolt out of the restaurant screaming and you're forced to stay there and okay. face your fear and, and do you, have you any way of avoiding it do you ask for a table in an alcove or do you do stuff like that no no i should i should bring ear defenders with me yeah go to go to go to pearl brasserie and ask for one of the little cave tables because you're completely encompassed uh, and nobody can get you near see? you perfect and all you have to listen to is your own crunching inside your own i'll, I'll put you off your own food now you'll hear your own no. voice thank you for that christina loads of people are saying kira i hate people who are rude to waiting staff that's my oh. bugbear that's i actually don't like that either oh, yeah. people people who cl- I, i'll tell you something really rude off air um, but <laughs> we'll move on as to always that. yes so it's a stealing is nothing people leave their kids to go wild and expect oh waitresses my God. to carry food to, past running children to, i'm jumping in on that one Parents just watch your own kids in restaurants. Pe- literally, so many people come to restaurants and they're they're like, "All right, we're paying for a meal now, so babysit my wains as well." When you're at it, give me strength. It's actually I wholesale. Did, I have seen the time when the waiters are coming out, or the waitresses are coming out, and they have plates and stuff, and there's children nearly hitting them in the knees. I'm always thinking someone's going to get scalded. Ah, yeah, and somebody's also going to get sued. Well, there you go. On that note, put manners on you in your restaurants. Thank you so much, as ever, to Gary O'Hallan, who will be back with me next Wednesday with all his top-notch food advice and stories. I'm afraid we are out of time, Uh, although someone has said fire extinguishers. I was in a place when someone set off a fire extinguisher, risking lives. I've never seen that, but maybe I'm not going to the right places. Moncrief is up next. Do stay tuned. But all we have time for is done today. My thanks to the team, to Michael Culligan on sound, to Claire Darmody, Emma Cawley and Kira Courtney. We will be back at Lunchtime Live tomorrow at 12. But from me, Kira, have a great day. Thank you for listening.